Hey, what's up, folks? Newsweek put out an exclusive report that Donald Trump followers are being targeted by the FBI as 2024 election nears. We're going to read most of that story and see how and why they're targeting Trump supporters. It's really creepy and extremely alarming. The Biden administration is apparently rolling out the wall while Biden and his press secretary say they don't think that walls work. What the heck is going on? And Trump on True Social shared an MSNBC post shaming DeSantis for not pushing masks, vaccines, and booster shots enough and saying that he's worse than Nero of Rome. Is Donald Trump a far left libtard who agrees with MSNBC that DeSantis should have pushed more masks and more booster shots? And then if he actually does believe that, apparently within minutes, he shared the exact opposite take saying DeSantis vaccinated too many people. Is this man losing his mind? Does anybody notice that he's not who everybody's pretending he is? And I'm gonna ask the very difficult question, is he the Republican hero that I thought he once was? Or is he a Judas goat in farming terms, the goat leads the sheep to the slaughter while its own life is spared. I know this might not be the most popular take, but I don't care. It's what a lot of people need to consider, cause stuff's not adding up. God bless you guys. Dream Rare Podcast starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Dream Rare Podcast. I have a few different stories I want to weave together. And basically, the whole theme of today's show with all the stories I'm doing is one of two options. Is Trump the hero of the conservative movement? Is he the leader everybody should rally behind? Is he the best leader for the job? Or is he the Judas goat who is meant to lead people to the slaughter? And I have three stories that, well, two stories that really go hand in hand with that. And then we're going to talk about Biden and the border. But the first one, I want to start with this because it really shows you where this guy's head is at. And I'm just wondering how long people are going to ignore stuff like this. So this is, I'm just going to show you real quick. Trump shared a MSNBC article from Mehdi Hassan, which was just a total smear article on DeSantis from a far left wing perspective and an establishment perspective, saying he should have done more masks, more booster shots, more vaccines, saying he's worse than Nero of Rome because, you know, Nero of Rome let it burn, but DeSantis burned it down. And it's like, you know, I'm all for sharing a CNN or MSNBC article, if it makes sense, like if they're lying all the time and they tell the truth once and you share it, I'm not going to shame you for, for sharing a post from them. But this is a terrible, terrible article that no conservative agrees with. Yet Donald Trump is proudly sharing it on True Social. And it's very bizarre here. I'm going to watch. So this is the article I'll just show you. He shared this yesterday and it said DeSantis's COVID record is even worse than you think. Trump's sitting on True Social sharing MSNBC Medhi Hassan articles. So what did this article say? Why am I even bringing it up? Is, is it important? It's like, well, I'll show you in a second. Here's a part of the paragraph from the article. I'm going to read it once it comes up. Give me one second. Here's the thing. It says, if you know that you have a large, vulnerable, elderly population, shouldn't you take more precautions during the pandemic to protect your own residents? You know, promote mask wearing, push for widespread vaccination, encourage booster shots. So Donald Trump is sharing an MSNBC article that says, well, DeSantis killed people and he did a bad job. He's like a deadly leader because, you know, he didn't tell people to mask up enough. He didn't promote it. You know, he should have promoted mask wearing more. He should have promoted vaccination more. He should have encouraged booster shots more. This is the article that Trump shared from MSNBC. 
And then I want to show you the other part, which has this like outlandishly libtard, deranged, Trump, you know, DeSantis derangement syndrome sort of stuff. It says now some have compared DeSantis's handling of the pandemic in Florida to Nero fiddling while Rome burned. But in my view, that analogy isn't quite right. DeSantis is perhaps worse than Nero because at least he just fiddled. Nero helped spread the fire. And someone pointed out on uh, Twitter that within minutes on True Social, DeSantis shared an, I'm sorry, within minutes on True Social, Trump shared the MSNBC article shaming DeSantis for not pushing booster shots enough and not pushing masks. And then literally a minute or two minutes later, he shared a Twitter post that said that DeSantis vaccinated more people than him and Fauci. So are people ignoring how like deranged Donald Trump is right now? He's sharing MSNBC articles that say DeSantis didn't booster shot and vaccinate enough. A minute later, he shares a post that says, actually, DeSantis vaccinated more people than Trump and Fauci. And then he goes on television and says he's proud of the vaccines. The guy is like losing his mind or he's a total like idiot. I don't know what to tell people. It's like, does he think his vaccine saved the world because a Democrat friend told him to? He thinks it saved 100 million lives. Okay, so you think the vaccine's good, Trump? But now he's sharing a post that says that DeSantis vaccinated too many people. So now he doesn't think the vaccine's good. But now he thinks it's good again because he shared an MSNBC far left hit piece on DeSantis saying he killed a bunch of people because he didn't push masks, vaccines and booster shots as much as Gavin Newsom did. It's like, this is the question I have to ask people. And I want to just show you this because people have been putting this in my comment section and I looked it up. This is called a Judas goat. A Judas goat is a trained goat used in general animal herding. The Judas goat is trained to associate with sheep or cattle, leading them to a specific destination. In stockyards, a Judas goat will lead the sheep to the slaughter while its own life is spared. So that's my question to people. And then I'm going to read the FBI article because the stakes are high. The FBI is targeting Trump followers as the 2024 election nears. It's true. They're looking at you. They're waiting for you to mess up. They probably want you to mess up. I mean, it's it's really messed up stuff. I don't agree with it at all. And I'm alarmed at the police state in America, just like I am with the lockdowns and all that nonsense. But at the end of the day, if you're following a hero who's going to lead you to the promised land, then it is what it is. But me personally, and feel free to disagree, I think Trump is a Judas goat. I mean, just watching how he operates, watching how he talks, watching how he moves. He has no strategy. He has no pizzazz. Like, it's just like nothing he says actually has any conviction anymore. Like anybody that's going to share an MSNBC article saying that Florida killed a lot of people, even though the death, I think, per capita was in the 20s because he didn't mask people enough. Like that's what Donald Trump is sharing. If anybody did that, they'd have to drop out of the race. They'd be shamed out of the Republican movement. They'd be pushed further you know, out of the way than McCarthy. But Donald Trump knows he has this like Judas goat type power over the sheep and the cattle in the conservative movement now. He's like, I could do whatever. I could be CNN. I could be a libtard. I could be worse than Bill Gates. I could push harder than Fauci. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll go up. I'll go down. I'll, I'll say DeSantis didn't vaccinate enough. I'll say he vaccinated too much. I'll say the vaccine saved 100 million lives. Then I'll post a... Twitter post of somebody sucking up to me saying that DeSantis vaccinated more people than Fauci and me combined, but I like the vaccine, but he shouldn't have vaccinated, but he should have vaccinated. But the fake news is the enemy of the people. But I'm going to share a shitty hit piece by MSNBC that says that, you know, masking would have been better for Florida. Like, at what point do people think in the conservative MAGA movement, is this guy leading you to the promised land or is he a total setup? 
We could talk about it more at the end, but I do want to get to the most important story because whether you think he's the Judas goat or the savior, this is still happening anyway. Um, Newsweek wrote, and I'm going to read most of this article because I think it's extremely important. It might be boring, but I think it's relevant and important. Newsweek put out an exclusive report that Donald Trump followers are being targeted by the FBI as 2024 election nears. And I printed it out for you guys because although this, you know, I like to do more entertaining shows, the fact that the FBI is targeting an entire political movement, whether you like them or not, is extremely concerning. And, you know, you can almost guarantee that they're not going to do an ethical job. That's just my opinion. I hope they do. But the fact that they're doing this uh, seems a little bit uh, uneven handed, to, to say the least. So I'm going to read the article. It says the federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. The challenge for the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and prevent what it calls domestic terrorism without direct reference to political parties or affiliations, even though the mass majority of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters, according to classified data obtained by Newsweek. The FBI is on an almost impossible miss mission, says one current FBI official, who requested anonymity, uh, an an not, you get it, to discuss highly sensitive in internal matters, the official said that the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism and any repeat of the January 6, 2021 attack on the Capitol. But the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely and protest the government by focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA supporters. The official said the FBI runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activists that the terrorism agencies hope to counter. Before we move on, all you have to do is look at the Gretchen Whitmer situation to see that of what he was talking about of like, is it going to do what it says it's going to prevent? Like with that, if you guys remember, there was this plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. And when it all came out, I think Daily Beast did an investigative report or one of those outlets. And they said that there were more feds and more FBI agents in the plot to, uh, to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer than there were actual citizens. And the one who hatched the idea of it was also the FBI. I mean, this is really alarming. And, you know, if you were locked in your house, I remember I was like, hey, I want to go outside and breathe and work out. And I feel like we're destroying America. We're destroying the economy. And they're like, oh, what do you like, Gretchen Whitmer? You know, they try to use these tragedies and these insane extremists to point to everybody else and be like, anybody who, who disagrees with the government is an extremist like them. Everybody who wants to get out of their lockdown is an extremist like them. And just to find out that it was an FBI plot with more FBI agents than regular people is extremely, extremely alarming because they use that story to make everybody look like a psychopath that was against lockdowns. And in hindsight, everybody knows it was bullshit. You could even listen to Gavin Newsom and he tries to act and gaslight people into thinking he didn't lock down for longer. His new narrative is like, oh, we all locked down. So did so did uh, DeSantis a little. And it's like, bro, your lockdown and DeSantis's lockdown were nowhere near. Like yours was like a 10 out of 10. His was like a two out of 10. And, and he did it for way shorter. So it's like now even the left wingers are just like they're doing with border security now. They're like, oh, we all did it. It's like we didn't we all didn't do what you guys did for as long as you did. That absolutely didn't happen. If someone did it for a brief period of time, 
it's equally egregious. They should be called out, but you get what I'm saying. They're trying to shift the narrative now that they know we're all right. So let's keep reading this article. Newsweek spoke to over a dozen current or former government officials who specialize in terrorism in a three-month investigation to understand the current domestic security landscape and to evaluate what President Joe Biden's administration is doing about what it calls domestic terrorism. Most requested uh, anonymous stance because they were not authorized to talk publicly. We're reluctant, reluctant to stray into... Uh, oh, here, I'm just trying to get to the, the meat of the argument. They're just talking a lot of, let's see, Newsweek has also reviewed secret FBI, Department of Homeland Security data. How secret could it be if Newsweek got to see it? But anyway, that tracks incidents, threats, investigation, and cases to try to build a bigger picture. Um, I mean, they're referencing Al-Qaeda in this. So, I mean, I, I really could... I really could keep reading. I have five paragraphs. If you want to check out the whole article, it's on Newsweek. And they did the exclusive report that the FBI is specifically targeting Trump supporters. Um, you know, it's a lot to, to, to a lot here. I, I don't feel like being boring. Uh, they did mention that Trump. I mean, I'm sorry that Biden said Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans are the threat to the very soul of this country. And now that they, they have proof that they're specifically targeting you, I guess there's a few ways I could go with this. Sorry, there's a loud alarm outside. I don't know if you can hear. It's, it's like a emergency or something. But um, on one hand, it's I don't believe at this point that the FBI is concerned with everything equally. And I think that there's massive crime in the cities. I think that there's criminal groups. I think that there's violent groups. And I'm sure they deal with them to some extent. I'm not saying they do nothing because clearly they have a lot of power. But they're overreaching so hard into politics that they're trying to act like anybody that uh, has criticisms of the government or leans conservative, that they must be a terrorist. And it's it's nuts. On another hand, I mean, I know this is not what people want to hear. Like, I've come to the conclusion in my head, you don't have to agree with me. I think Trump is a Judas goat. I think he's an agent of chaos. I think he's a pathological liar. I don't think he believes anything he says. He's pro-life one day. He's pro-choice the other day. He's bailing criminals out of jail, but he's against it. He's tweeting. He's sharing MSNBC articles saying, you know, DeSantis should have done more vaccines. Then a minute later, he shares one saying he didn't back. Like nothing he says makes sense anymore. I've come to the conclusion I'm not following Donald Trump. I don't want to be near Donald Trump. I think he's literally a Judas goat. He's just there to throw up a storm, say some things that you agree with, work with the establishment, work with the people you think he's fighting, and then set you guys up again. So I don't want to be near this guy. You know, if I believe Donald Trump was righteous, I would have his back. And I still have his back when they're persecuting him falsely. It's not like I'm going to turn on him. But in general, as far as like a political leader, I could not possibly trust this guy less. I think he's going to set his supporters up. So it's like, if you look at the 2020 lockdown, and I know people don't want to think this way, but let's just be honest. I'm not blaming Trump for the lockdown. I don't know that anyone else would have been able to like do that much or anything. But here's what I will say. And I've said it before, but it's true. If Hillary Clinton was in office, there's no way Republicans would give her that type of power and rally around her for two months and listen to her. But Donald Trump, even DeSantis and others were saying he was calling them, Thomas Massey included, he was calling them like, listen to me, lock your state down, listen to me, do the CARES Act, don't stop Congress, we got to print the money. And anybody that tried to get in his way Trump used the power that he had over the party to make Republicans cool with lockdowns. And even though some of them didn't listen, I think if anyone else was in office, 
they wouldn't have followed so much. I think if Hillary was in office, Republicans would have rebelled way earlier. If uh, Mitt Romney was in office, no, no one would have trusted him. It's like Trump was like the perfect person to be in office to basically just do whatever the pharmaceutical industry wanted, put on a little show for everybody. And then next thing you know, everybody's locked in their house and he's running around selling vaccines for the establishment. Yet he's so anti-establishment. OK, because he has to, you know, he has to print the money. He has to do the lockdown. He has to extend it. He has to say Sweden should have locked down. He has to yell at Thomas Massey. He, he has to take credit for it, but then say he didn't do it, but literally tweeted that he he was the one who did it. It's like, all right, so let's go to the election, right? The perfect chaotic election. We're all locked in our house. And I'm not saying this is completely planned, but this is how I perceive it. We're all locked in our house for a couple of months. They're destroying the economy. They're ruining supply chains. They're printing trillions of dollars. Inflation's around the corner. No matter who wins the election, they've completely decimated the American dream. I'm not going to say like there's no dreams allowed, but you get what I'm saying. America in 2020 was absolutely in shambles. Everything it's ever stood for, freedom, liberty, it's all pretty much out the window for the most part. And now nobody's talking about it. You had people on both sides just talking about Donald Trump. Trump won the election. Trump lost the election. Trump, we got to go to January 6th. We got to do this. We got to do that. And whether you believe it or not, whether it was righteous or not, whether you think he won or lost, I know a lot of people here think he won. The point that I'm getting to is now nobody's talking about the current situation we're in. You can't get on an airplane in any of the 50 states. I went to South Dakota and they still made you wear a mask on an airplane in South Dakota. So there were certain corporations that existed throughout all 50 states that were overruling Republicans. We lived in like a slave prison state for the most part. And all of a sudden, there's three months in time where nobody wants to talk about this bipartisan tyranny that's going on with Democrats, of course, doing the most and doing the worst, because now there's this like WWE circus narrative around Donald Trump. Is he going to win? Is he going to lose? And a lot of people got sucked in, including myself. It's like, yeah, I mean, I think he won. I think, you know, I want to see the proof. I hope they can do it in the courts. And as the time went on, he just kept selling Moderna vaccines and saying the same two things on Louvre. And I started to break out of it because I was like, I thought he won. I supported Donald Trump. I, I still think that they did malevolence. But then I'm like listening to him and I'm like, things are starting to veer from like, yes, I think he won, but I don't agree with this stuff. And everybody's just going down that path like a Judas goat, like they're like sleep, sheep to the slaughter. And at a certain point in December, I'm like, I don't I don't agree with that. Like, I agree with this, this and this, but not this. And everyone's like, yeah, you're not a patriot. We're going this way. And then they got Judas Goat led to the slaughter, which was the January 6th FBI setup. So Donald Trump led his supporters, whether he knew it or not, whether he was aware of it or not, whether he was able to stop it or not. I'm not saying he's guilty of a crime or anything, but he led his supporters to an event where he yelled about Mike Pence, had no plan or no strategy to actually get anything done, and then just let his supporters like run rampant. And a lot of them did stupid crap and a lot of them get set up and a lot of them did nothing and still got charged because they went to this massive Fed setup. And they're basically doing it like it's this Rico case and everybody's involved and it sucks. But I'm just saying, like, whether you think Trump's innocent or guilty in on it or not, that happened. Whether you think the election was stolen or not, people ran circles around something that wasn't the tyranny that they were literally under and that nobody really had an answer for. So it's like as all this stuff goes on. Just like I think that he was the perfect person to be in office to keep conservatives thinking that it was a secret plan or trust the plan, man. And, you know, like this wouldn't have been there if it was Hillary Clinton. Everybody would have known the lockdown was BS. But with Trump, even I'm like, well, I don't know. It's Donald Trump. I trust him a little bit. You know, like I, I trusted him a lot at first I, until he said he was going to extend the lockdown. 
That's when I stopped trusting Donald Trump that day when he went on television with the models behind him and Fauci and was like, oh, we got to extend the lockdown guidelines. I was like, ah, oh, Trump caved. We're, we're done. You know, but anyway, I still voted for him. I still rooted for him. Long story short, the, the January 6th event was the perfect event for the Biden administration in the sense of now they could start persecuting their political enemies and have a reason to do it. I'm sure they wanted to do it anyway, but now they had a reason to do it. Now they have this four-year plan where it's like, we can arrest all these activists and organizers and we can just scare everybody and we could call journalists and say, we're going to show up at their house. I mean, this type of shit happened. They're calling people saying they're going to show up at their house. I know this for a fact. It's, it's, it's psychotic. And it's like, what the hell? I wasn't even in January 6th. I wasn't, I wasn't even there. I wasn't even in DC, but they're trying to basically use that event to persecute and target anybody that was against lockdowns, anybody that was against the pharmaceutical tyranny, anybody that supported Trump, anybody that's conservative, anybody that's honest, any nonpartisan left or right wing journalist that's not controlled by the establishment. It's like they had their little fake excuse to then try to branch out and destroy everybody. It's like a very communist s tactic, in my opinion. Like you already have lockdowns. You know, you can't even try. You're trying to put in vaccine passports. People are walking around with masks on their face like slaves. And now you have the FBI running around going after people under the guise of January 6th. So whether you think Trump did that purposely or not, he meant to, it was a stupid mistake. It was whatever you think it was like it happened. Now I'm reading these articles where it's like, you know, the FBI is targeting Trump supporters for 2024. I don't agree with that, but it's like they're targeting Trump supporters and Trump is an idiot and you guys are following an idiot. And I think that that idiot's going to set you up again because I don't think he has any intention not to. A man who is so stupid and so fake and so delusional and so dishonest and so egotistical and so fraudulent that he's sharing MSNBC articles. I mean, this is embarrassing, guys. The man is on True Social sharing an article saying that DeSantis should have forced more masks. DeSantis should have done more booster shots. DeSantis should have done vaccines. Oh, I'm Donald Trump and I agree with MSNBC on on COVID stuff. You know, Death Santis killed a lot of people in Florida. He did such a bad job. The whole article was about how California did a better job than Florida during COVID. I read the whole article. The whole article is making the case that, Flo that Florida did a worse job than California and New York because New York and California did more mandates. And you could read it right here. It says, here's the thing. If you know that you have a large, vulnerable, elderly population, shouldn't you take more precautions during the pandemic to protect your own residents? You know, promote mask wearing push for widespread vaccination, encourage booster shots. So now Donald Trump is a far left libtard who shares MSNBC articles uh, about how DeSantis should have been more like Gavin Newsom. And he's friends with Gavin Newsom. And he, oh, but no, he's totally not the Judas goat, guys. As the FBI is literally saying that they're targeting Trump supporters, you're following a, an imbecile who says his vaccine saved 100 million lives and that his Democrat friend told him his vaccine's amazing, yet he's mad that DeSantis vaccinated more people than him and Fauci, but at the same time, he thinks DeSantis should have vaccinated more people and done more masks because he's MSNBC. Trump has no principles. He has no morals. He has no backbone when it comes to like actual policy. He will flip on a dime. He will become CNN, MSNBC. He would he would hang out with Don Lemon and do communism before he ever admitted he's wrong. It's like the guy's a total joke. And the FBI is literally, you know, it's out now that they're targeting Trump followers. So all I'm saying is if you are a Trump follower, I think it's time to start considering whether you vote for him or not, that he might be this.
a Judas goat. Because if you followed the Judas goat to the Capitol the first time, I feel bad for you, especially if you did literally nothing. Because if you did something stupid and wrong and illegal, it's stupid. But if you did nothing and got in trouble just for following the Judas goat, I do feel bad for you. But at this time, he's shown you who he is. He tells you who he is in everything. If you keep following this guy, don't expect not to get set up. That's my opinion. Vote for who you want. Support who you want. Use the brain that God gave you. Use the soul that God gave you. Use the intuition that God gave you. Think. You have critical thinking skills. When I say something, think about it. Critically think it. Consider. Don't just agree with me. Consider it. When Trump says something, consider it. If he's on True Social sharing 15,000 articles a day, ooh, 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 just freaking out, running around, chaos, chaos, that's all chaos, chaos, chaos. Oh, but MSNBC, it's like, I won't feel bad for you guys if you get set up again because he's in, like, I think he's in on it. Or at best, he's losing his mind to old age or delusion or, at, or he's just like stupid or something. I don't know. I think he's smart in many ways, but like, look, just, just take a, take a scroll down his true social and ask yourself if this is a guy I want to walk circles around when the stakes are this high. Cause I certainly don't. And I'm grateful that my intuition told me that something wasn't adding up. Because Donald Trump no longer was a man I trusted in December of 2020. He's on Twitter tweeting Moderna, 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 like he's a little Pfizer Moderna puppet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, everybody's going to follow this guy to the Capitol, even though he's showing you that he's a big pharma loser because you wish, you know, you wish he was who you want him to be. And it's like the whole movements turn into like a cosplay movement. It's like, let's just share memes and let's just pretend like he's going to, you know, crush all our enemies when he's literally on stage with them and he's literally posting their articles and working with them. It's like, you know, at this point, if you don't get it, God bless you. Like I've said to people, um, this is my opinion. This is my perspective. You're a free American. You could do what you want. You could say what you want. Um, I wish you the best. I'll be, I'll have your back whenever there is a bad, evil persecution. But I think Donald Trump is a Judas goat. At this point, I don't feel bad for anybody that follows him around because he's not even doing a good job of being a Judas goat anymore. Like he's not even being like sneaky with it. Like he's just being so obviously fake and so obviously delusional. And I'm starting to think that they're running a controlled demolition on the Republican Party. I'll talk about it a little bit more at the end. But for me, you have to understand real quick, too, before I talk about the Biden border story, I'm not afraid. I'm not paranoid. But I'm aware. I'm aware of the world we live in. I'm aware of the impact I've had. I'm aware I have millions of followers. I'm aware I got a billion views. I'm aware that they've written smear articles about me. I'm aware that when Donald Trump got in trouble at the Capitol, you know, they try to use it as a tactic to scare me and come after me and other people as well. And it's like, I understand all this stuff. I understand the world we're living in. I'm not going to cower to fear and I'm not going to be a phony just because someone tries to make me feel a certain way. I believe what I say. For, for as long as I do this stuff, I will say what I believe. I will say the truth. I will stand up for the American people. I'm not, I'm not going to be pressured into being a phony or a liar. It's not happening. I'd rather quit or do literally anything else than lie to people. With that being said, you have to understand, I understand how high the stakes are. And they're high for everybody because it doesn't even matter who you are. You got locked down in 2020. A lot of people lost their business, lost their job. So I don't feel like I'm extra special or anything because in one hand, I am 
you know, probably on a path where I'm very visible and, you know, they, they don't like me more than they don't like a lot of people because I'm out there making a big impact. But on another hand, I'm really not special because everybody got persecuted in 2020, 2021, 2022, literally everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, you voted for Trump, you hate Trump, you live in LA, you live here. Like everybody to some extent had to deal with this. You couldn't travel. You couldn't get on a plane without listening to their psychotic mandates. And it's like, it got really weird for a while. And it's weird for all of us. The stakes are high for me and the stakes are high for everybody. So for me, it's like, I don't think this, and I'm not saying this to be a fear monger, but like, I don't think this country is going to really work for much longer. I think it's going to get a lot worse. And this election is the most important election in recent history. And I understand that you can't get everything and nobody's perfect. But out of everything, it's like I really think that Donald Trump is like a Judas goat agent of chaos who's really just there to control demolition, the movement completely act hysterical, keep getting his supporters set up on a loop and just like brainwash them with certain mind frames that just get them in trouble, but don't actually solve any of the problems. It's like, if Democrats are playing chess, you got to play chess. You can't play connect four with a five-year-old and then tweet you're playing chess and then get set up and say, you're, you're not, if you're following Donald Trump to this point and you're not questioning what he's saying, and you're not countering some of the false, stupid MSNBC smear articles he, he, he shares like a psychopath, then you're not playing chess. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I'm starting to see the writing on the wall and it creeps me out. It creeps me out to know that they're running controlled demolition on the Republican Party. It creeps me out that there is no real opposition. It creeps me out that apparently conserv the conservative base is so brainwashed that they don't understand this. It creeps me out to know that there's probably going to be, uh, you know, it's going to get rougher if people can't snap out of it. But that's that's the world we live in. So I'm just bracing for it just like everyone else. Cause it's like, if people can't figure this out within the next like five, six months, and they just follow the Judas goat off a cliff again to the next event or the next thing, I, I it's like, I'm just ready for whatever happens. Cause it's not like, it's not good. Uh, you know? And it's like, I guess it's the feeling of like living in Canada or something. It's like, if you live in Canada, they're all the politicians are fake. And, you know, a lot of people flee to America because they're like, all right, at least people pay attention here. But there's certain countries where it's like the left's control, the right, England's one of them. It's like, you know, Boris Johnson's a phony. He's a Republican conservative, but he's not really. And then you have the left wingers, which are psychotic. And the whole arena of like thought in England is just fake. It's like there is really no uh, leader that's coming to save people. But in America, they have this false illusion that this guy is the, the best leader. But it's like I, for, for them, maybe he's the best leader for them because he just keeps setting his supporters up. But that's my opinion. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'm going to do this last story and then I'm going to read some comments. So Joe Biden's administration is apparently lifting federal rules that they for some reason had in place to build the wall. Um, but they're saying that they don't know about it and they don't think a wall is a good idea, yet it's being built. And maybe they're just taking credit for the wall that Governor Abbott's building or something, or they're laying off them. I'm not really sure, but I'll just show you the situation. If the border wall is ineffective, why is the Homeland Security Secretary saying that it's necessary to prevent unlawful entries into the United States? I have not seen that full that full statement. I know. I, 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 I hear you. I'm just saying I've not seen that full his full statement uh, on that. What I can t speak to is for the president. The president has been very clear that he doesn't believe it's a, it's effective. He answered that question of your colleague. That's what I can speak to. That's what we're going to talk about. And we've actually said there are smarter ways and more effective ways in dealing with this. So the Biden administration says it's, it's using executive power to allow border wall construction in Texas. They're allowing it. 
But according to her and, you know, Mediate, it says the money was appropriated for the border wall, Biden said. I tried to get them to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what it was appropriated for. I can't stop that. Asked if he believes that the border wall works. Biden flatly answered no. So Biden and Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, they don't think border walls work, but somehow the Biden administration's building one anyway or allowing one that's already being built to be built. What do you think is going on? I think uh, Democrat states are starting to really feel it financially, like Eric Adams is having like a meltdown. And, uh, you know, I think that it's an election season, season, so they're trying to pretend like they're not who they really are. They're like, oh, we've always been for a border wall because it's popular now. It's like, no, you haven't, though. You, you, you know, you have Beto O'Dork trying to tear it down like a hipster. Dude, that guy is such a scrawny loser, Beto O'Rourke. Like, I'm going to tear the wall down, and he gets like 40-something percent of the vote in Texas. I mean, that's cr some creepy stuff, but... I think it's an election season. I think they're trying to seem moderate, even though they're not. And I think that illegal immigration, you know, I really do think it's going to be bad for everybody. And before I read comments, I just want to say, if you look at any socialist or communist revolution, it, you know, it's always the socialists and the communists who are less safe than the conservatives. Like, yes, the communist government wants to persecute conservatives, but you have to understand these people have no loyalty to each other. And it never lasts very long. Like if you're one of these useful idiot socialist Marxists, like, uh, you know, activists who helps a communist government go to power, you're the first one they're going to kill. And if they don't kill you, you'll probably get killed in your city because the cities are not safe anymore because your policies are unsafe. You've watched multiple Democrat activists and political people get murdered by random people in the streets and Democrats won't even show their faces. The one guy in New York who killed the white guy who was like a political Democrat activist, the guy who killed him was black, but they don't, the Democrats don't want you to know that that happened. So they're blurring out the face as if they don't know the race because it's insensitive because, you know, the stereotype or whatever. And it's like, this is, this is the life of a hipster, loser, Democrat, liberal activist in New York City. You lie to the masses, you destroy your city, the city gets filled with crime, you don't talk about it, you get stabbed because of it, and then they cover it up. It's like, so... You know, these people have a rude awakening because the, the the cities where Democrats run are the worst cities to be in the country right now. And they're only going to get worse. And the more that they let millions of people flood across the border, it's going to start affecting liberal cities the most. And, and it's like, you know, yes, it's affecting Texas now. But now that they're throwing them to New York and stuff, New York is is really in trouble. And so is Los Angeles. And so is San Francisco. And so is uh, Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? It's it's no joke what's going on there. So um, in general, you know, I, 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 I don't like seeing that stuff happen. I'm not saying I agree with it. Obviously, I don't like it. But like at a certain point, it's not a good idea like to be around these people. And they think that they're like getting their way. But in reality, they're just making their own life hell. So I, I think that Democrats are going to start to panic a little bit more because not everybody is at the top of the pyramid. Not everybody is like, uh, you know, like if you're just a Democrat, you work for their party, you're into their stuff. It, it doesn't mean you're running the world like you might just be a useful idiot. And someone like Eric Adams, for example, I don't think he's that high level. Yeah, he's the mayor. He has power. I'm not saying he's like innocent or anything, but like Eric Adams is a useful idiot, right? That I like listening to the guy, even though he's kind of a clown. Because I, 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 I think 
he's a guy who got in there thinking one thing, but now that he's there, he realizes what it really is. And you could see the panic in his eyes because it's not what he thought it was. And now his, uh, his reality is being shattered. His city's being ruined. His budget's being destroyed. The streets are not safe. And it's not fun to be the leader over a failing city. Like who wants to be the leader of New York when they're forcing vaccines and, and, and your own activists are getting stabbed by random guys on the street and you won't even show the race of their face because it's not, you know, the statistics of crime is not what you tell people it is on media. It's like they're living in hell. You know what I'm saying? That's one life I do not envy. And all these people are slowly going to realize over the next 10 years that their whole agenda is a lie. Their energy agenda is a lie. Their crime agenda is a lie. Their political agenda is a lie. Their social agenda is a lie. Their border agenda is a lie. And either you keep lying to yourself and you just keep being surrounded by hell and being depressed or you snap out of it and figure it out. And, you know, I, I don't trust Eric Adams, but I do think he's a useful idiot who is starting to realize what his policies cause and it's starting to like freak them out. And that's going to happen to more and more Democrats because like who would want to be like the leader of a failed city? Like why? You know, New York's got a lot of cool stuff, but there's a lot of really not good trends going on and they can't figure out how to how to fix it. Um, with that being said, we'll see what happens this next election. I think that there's a lot of trends going both ways. It's like a perception battle. I thought about this on Twitter today. Like if you live in left wing or right wing Twitter, like if you're into like super Trump out stuff or super DeSantis out stuff and you hate Trump and you love DeSantis or you love Trump and you hate DeSantis or you're a left winger who just hates right wingers, I can see how everybody thinks that they're right. Because if you live in a left wing world on Twitter and all you do is look at right wingers all day and hate on them. I actually understand where they're coming from because there's a lot of annoying right wingers. There's a lot of fake right wingers. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of bullshit. So if you're looking at all the bullshit that's going on, um, you know, it, it's easy to look at all that and be like, damn, I must be right because these people are full of crap. And then if you're like, you know, if you liked Trump and you hate Democrats and DeSantis or whatever, whatever. I see where people are coming from because you lit you you can find enough nonsense on the other side daily to make yourself feel like you're right. And then I like pop into another echo chamber and I see what they're saying. And it's like I get what the DeSantis people are saying too, because it's like, dude, Trump is saying stupid shit literally every day. Like I see that stuff all the time. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing on my feed. But if you live in that reality, you can see it. But I I get it now because it's like most of the Republican Party, I don't like, you know, most of the candidates I think are full of crap. So I see how people could be left wing, because if you're looking at how stupid they are all day, it makes you like, oh, yeah, I must be right because they're so stupid. But it's like and that's the game that everybody's playing psychologically. Everyone's like, I must be right because everyone else is so stupid. And it's like people aren't critically thinking anymore. Like just because Chris Christie's fat and Donald Trump is orange and DeSantis is mean or whatever, it doesn't mean it's a good idea to have an open border. Like that plus that plus that doesn't equal that. But but that's what people on the left think. They're like, well, I'm not racist and they must be bad. And it's like, but I get why they feel that way because they're constantly just consuming shitty right-wingers, which there's enough to go around. I can make a whole Twitter for it. So I get, I get why everyone's thinking the way they're thinking, but I do think that with the algorithm, people aren't critically thinking that much anymore. And I don't know that this is if this is a new phenomenon or not, but let me give you an example. If you log, log on to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or TikTok, 
these are not the apps that we used 10 years ago and we're all being played by them whether you agree with it or not i'm we're all being played by it because when you used to use the internet it used to just be kind of open and it's like oh do you want to play candy stand golf or something do you want to like play a game do you want to go to google like there wasn't that much there and it's like oh, i'm going to watch a video i'm going to turn it off now th these tech geniuses and artificial intelligence algorithms they figured out how to just make you addicted. You know what I'm saying? Like they figured out how do I keep you on TikTok? How do I keep you on YouTube? How do I keep you on? How do I keep you here for as long as possible and make sure you never leave? Because the more you stay here, the more money we make. The more you stay here, the more ads we could sell. And it's genius business wise, but I would say it's affecting us socially, uh, you know, psychologically, like people aren't having fun. Most people are not enjoying overall. Their overall experience is not enjoyable with the internet anymore. And it used to not be that way. And I think a lot of it is because of the algorithms that they're sucking you in. And that's what they do on Twitter and stuff. It's like, if you like seeing certain stuff, whether it's true or not, they'll just keep giving you that because it sucks you in. If you like arguing with left-wingers, you like arguing with Trump supporters or DeSantis supporters, they'll keep giving you that because that keeps you on the website. So it's like it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy where everybody's just getting sucked in to whatever they spend a lot of time on. And then the more time you spend there, the more you feel like you're right because there's people that agree with you and certain things. And it's like, you know, for example, I'll give you a story that I wouldn't, uh, you know, normally care about like if I'm just supporting Trump and I'm not paying attention and I'm just like beat, you know, fighting the the, the left media or whatever. Uh, I would never realize like there was a story that came out that he did that whole union worker thing instead of going to the debate. He went with union workers and they found out that a lot of the union workers were fake. Trump put apparently signs in the hands of people that weren't union workers pretending to be union workers. Like if you're a Trump supporter and Biden did that everybody would point that out and be like, oh my God, Biden's a phony. He doesn't have working class support. He's, he's, he's faking having union support. But you know, when Trump does it, Trump supporters will cover it up. You'll never see it on Benny Johnson's feed. You'll never see it on, you know, you'll just see a propaganda cover up. And then you'll, you'll only see it on left wingers feeds and DeSantis's feeds. And it's like, everybody's competing with each other. But the one thing that has really annoyed me was the hypocrisy of it all. I thought that the left were the biggest hypocrites and they probably still are. And I'm never voting for them just straight off of their policy. But I've learned that Republicans are also hypocrites. And you know, as much as I dunk on, on, on what's going on in the Trump world, I see it going on in the DeSantis world too, because I get a lot of both things in my feed. And there's people that are like DeSantis obsessors and they do the same crap, like the shit there. It's like, they're like hoping that like, they're like rooting for Letitia James over Donald Trump in New York. And it's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, I like DeSantis better than Trump at this point, but I'm not like siding with an attorney, gen a Democrat attorney general from New York. Like these people have lost their minds hating Donald Trump. And then you got Trump supporters that won't even notice that Donald Trump now supports MSNBC smear pieces saying that DeSantis should have forced masks more. But you get what I'm like? Everybody's losing their minds. And I'm just trying to be like, what the hell is going on here? Like you can like DeSantis over Donald Trump, but if you're rooting for a Democrat attorney general over Trump, I think you lost the plot. You know, you can like Trump more than DeSantis, but if you're not talking about the fact that DeSantis, I mean, Trump is basically turned into a far left libtard on COVID and he's sharing MSNBC articles saying that DeSantis should have been more like Newsom, you've also lost the plot. 
And that's what's going on with people. It's like everyone's in their echo chamber. It's like little cults or little teams. Everyone's just trying to fight each other and nobody thinks anymore. You know, and I I think in general, this is my ultimate message because I know a lot of people I saw in the comments, they're like, you never provide, uh, you know, you never provide a, uh, a solution. My solution is like a personal one. At the end of the day, if you wanted to be strong or you wanted to be an entrepreneur, you wanted to be better at something or you wanted to be a successful sports player, you have to do it. You have to put in the work. You could you could watch anything. Like I like UFC. I like watching the interviews and stuff. And there's people that came from nothing. And all of them have a very similar message. If I can do it, you can do it too. I know it because I did it. I came from here to here. I put in the work. I put in the hours. That's the only way to be successful in this life. No one's going to save you. Trump's not going to wipe your ass. DeSantis isn't going to wipe your ass. Biden's certainly not going to wipe your ass. Maybe with like a you know, a vaccine or something. But in general, it's like, you got to put in that work. That's my ultimate solution is you got to be that person. And I believe that this country's failing because people haven't been putting in the work. I think Americans got lazy. I think Americans got intellectually lazy. They stopped critically thinking. They stopped understanding how politics works. They, 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 they started picking idols. They started just doing too many pharmaceuticals. And it got to the point where like, if you don't respect yourself, people don't have to respect you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't, if you don't demand respect from Donald Trump and you're a Trump supporter, he's not going to respect you. If you're a Democrat and you don't realize what your party's doing and you keep voting for him, they think you're stupid and they're right. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have any thoughts about what Donald Trump's been doing over the last couple of years and you're still worshiping him, he thinks you're stupid. Every time he posts on True Social, every time he posts an MSNBC article saying DeSantis should have pushed more masks, he's saying, you're stupid. And people in the comment section are basically saying, you're right, I am. You have to respect yourself. So the ultimate solution is if Americans respect themselves and understand how the world works, they get a better country. If everybody just wants to fight each other on Twitter, DeSantis supporters, Trump supporters, everybody's being hypocrites, Democrats being hypocrites, this, that, you're going to get a power vacuum. You're going to get that Trump and all this stuff. It's like creating like a power vacuum. And what people need to understand is like, who's going to step in and take that power vacuum? It's like when we go to Afghanistan or Iraq or Syria and they're like, oh, we got to fight this guy and like, we got to take him out. And it's like, well, who's going to be there afterwards? Is the guy after going to be better or worse than the person there? And my thing is, I feel like although Democrats are the worst party, they're playing more chess. They have, I think, the intelligence communities on their side to, to a further extent. They have this. They have that. Like, they're ready for a power vacuum. They're ready for Trump to screw up. They're ready for you to do some stupid riot that they could uh, attack you with. Like, they're ready for you to snap. They're, they want you to snap. They're waiting for you to snap. They're looking for it. And it's like you're following a leader that's constantly snapping online every day. He's acting like an absolute idiot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's not going to work in my view. Um, you know, but that's the ultimate solution. It's like if people aren't smart enough and keen enough to care about this stuff, then you don't get anything. You know, like it, it's like with a, a COVID test, like I've never taken a COVID test. I've lost out on opportunities because I won't take a COVID test. I couldn't go on certain trips because I wouldn't take a COVID test, right? There's probably certain music gigs I could have played, but I wouldn't take a COVID test. You know, why didn't I take a COVID test? I'm not letting somebody violate my nostril canal. Fuck that. Excuse my language. Fuck you. That's my message. Get out of my fucking face. That's like assault. You know, you're not taking a stick 
and shoving it up my nose when I have no symptoms to tell me I don't have COVID-19 with a PCR test because I'm intelligent enough. I've read the book of the guy who invented the PCR test. So my education is my strength. I'm too smart to listen to their propaganda. I know more about the PCR test than the person trying to shove it into my brain, so I don't do it. I demand respect. I say no. If 95% of people say no and 80% of Trump supporters line up like cattle and shove it up their nose 15 times like cattle, you're cattle now. You know They think you're cattle and you're acting like cattle. So the way to not get treated like cattle is to stop acting like cattle. The left acts like cattle for the Democrats. The right acts like cattle for Trump. And they get the results that that happens with that. You know, that's unfortunately how the world works. I don't like I don't treat people like that. I treat people with respect, I, you know, unless they give me a reason not to. But a lot of these people, they don't respect you. They don't like you. They don't want you know, they don't care what happens to you. They don't care if you're locked down in their house. They're going to make a fortune off it. They're going to get to travel. They're going to get to see their friends. They're going to get a cut of that COVID check. They probably own stock in some of the companies that they funded. They don't give a shit about you. So if you don't give a shit about yourself, then nothing changes. And that's the you know, psychology of what's going on in New York, too. A lot of these liberal activists, they're not going to say it, but they're depressed. They're miserable. They hate themselves. So, you know, when you're depressed, miserable and hate yourself, it's easy to say, open up the borders and I don't care, whatever, because you don't even like yourself. You don't even like your future. You don't even, you know, take care of yourself. So it's like that's a lot of these hipsters in L.A. or in New York City is like, they don't care. They don't care if they live or die. They don't care what happens. Like they, they, that's why they think the way they think. Cause you know, any sensible person was like, yeah, I, there's too much crime. Like, you know, any, any sensible person like, yeah, you know, I don't think, I don't think my neighbors and, and cars should be robbed all the time, but you listen to like Seth Rogen, that idiot. And he's like, you know, he's like, come on, man. Like who cares if you get robbed? That's just part of a big city. And someone's like, I have a, a, a young daughter and my, my baby stroller got robbed. Like, you know, I feel violated and I can't raise my kids in that neighborhood. And these idiot liberals are like, that's just what it is. It's like no sensible person wants to live in a neighborhood where everybody, you know, moms are getting robbed and, and like young men are getting stabbed and women are getting raped. Like no one wants to live in that neighborhood. But the the left wingers, they, they act like it's not happening because a lot of it roots, in my opinion, from depression. They're depressed. They hate themselves. So they don't want to face the issues of the world like a man because they hate themselves and they can barely get out of bed. And, you know, there's depression on the right wing, too. A lot of people are depressed nowadays because the world is can be a little depressing sometimes. But in general, you know, it's like it's like strength versus weakness. And at the end of the day, if, if left wingers are that weak, you know, they get bad leaders who take advantage of them and walk all over them. And Democrats don't have to stop doing it because they don't demand any respect. And the right has become an absolute paradox because on one hand, the Republican Party in the last five, six years has gotten stronger than they've ever gotten, but only for everyone but Donald Trump. The funniest thing is like if you took what Donald Trump said and what Donald Trump did and what Donald Trump says about the vaccine and all the stupid articles he posts and all the stupid shit he says, if you took that and closed your eyes and I fed it to a Trump supporter, uh, you know, uh, analyst that doesn't criticize him. And I said that Matt, I said that Kevin McCarthy said this or Rand Paul said this or DeSantis said this or Candace said this or anyone else said this, they'd be like, oh my gosh, I got to make a story on it. That's corrupt. And I'm like, actually, that was Donald Trump. Oh, well, then I can't talk about it. It's like, yo, did you hear Bernie Sanders took a million dollars from Pfizer? Holy shit. I'm going to I'm going to do a video on that. 
did you hear that DeSantis took a million dollars from Pfizer, dude? And then he hired a pharmacy lobbyist for the top position. Holy shit, DeSantis is a piece of shit rhino. I got to make an article about that. Actually, no, that was Donald Trump that took a million dollars from Pfizer and hired a pharmacy lobbyist. Oh, he did? Well, now I have to not talk about it because I'm full of shit. Like, that's the Republican Party now. So on one hand, they're str we're stronger than we've ever been. But on another hand, people are, are, are like brainwashed by the Judas goat controlled opposition vaccine abortion guy. We're no like it's it's two sets of standards. We are hardline conservative principle, borderline psycho chaos agents for everybody. But for Donald Trump, we are stupid, drooling babies who can't think or do anything. And it's like it's the massive different standards. Like for Kevin McCarthy or anyone else, they have the hardest line that they've ever had. But for Donald Trump, they have zero line and it doesn't exist. And it's like, how in the world is a movement going to work if, if it's not real? You know what I'm saying? The strength is fake. It's not real strength. It, it is kind of chaotic. And I'm not chaos is not necessarily always bad. But in general, I understand the criticism of it because like it's not calculated and the guy you're following doesn't follow those rules so it is kind of like a, uh, but with no strategy of what to build in the future and and the reason it's like that is because often you know vibes attract tribes i'm gonna make mma references because i've been watching too much but like you know max holloway's this fighter from hawaii and he's a very nice fighter very very great fighter probably one of the best strikers in, in ufc history but he's a really nice guy and his fans are really nice. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're a dickhead fighter, you probably have dickhead fans. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody, but your vibe attracts your tribe. And when you're a leader, you know, people emulate you. So Trump is acting chaotic. Trump is acting fake. Trump says both sides of each argument. He doesn't have any stances anymore. He's willing to share any deep state articles that make zero sense. If it just makes someone look bad that he doesn't like, like he's a total petty hypocrite. And so now his audience is starting to act like that and revel in that and get this kind of like God complex because it's like, you know, if they do it because they support that guy, it doesn't matter what they say. And it's like with me, whether I like this person or vote for this person or don't like this person, my value and my, I would say, credibility relies on what I say and what I do. Whether I like or don't like DeSantis, whether I like or don't like Trump, whether I'm left wing or right wing, my value is what I do, what I say, how true it is, how intriguing it is, how interesting it is. Like my, I, I'm responsible for what I do. A lot of the people rallying behind Trump in the influencer world, they just act like him, but they don't even think they have to do certain honest things anymore. Like they could gaslight the shit out of you, but it's okay because they're worshiping their God. So now they're a God and they don't actually have to be right or wrong. They can be hypocrites. They can be double standards. If he has double standards, I'll have double standards, but my double standards are cool. Cause I like that guy, but he's a rhino, but I'm not a rhino. And it's like, what could possibly be more rhino? I'm just going to show it again real quick. Hopefully it doesn't freeze. Um, hold on one second. It might've froze. Okay. You know, rhino means Republican in name only. That's what it means. A fake Republican who's secretly a libtard, a liberal, who is only a Republican in name to deceive you and to be controlled op. Ready? What could possibly be more rhino, Republican in name only, than a Republican who says his vaccine saved 100 million lives, who shares MSNBC articles that say that DeSantis is worse than Nero of Rome because he killed people and that DeSantis should have governed Florida more like New York and California. Is this not rhino? 
This is the most rhino thing I've ever seen in my life. If I ever did it, people would yell rhino. But when Donald Trump shares an MSNBC article that tells DeSantis that he should have promoted more mask wearing and he's worse than the last leader of Rome who got Rome killed because DeSantis killed a bunch of people because he's not Gavin Newsom, that's not a rhino to you guys? You've lost your mind if that's not rhino. Taking a million dollars from Pfizer, that's not rhino. Putting Lindsey Graham on a stage, that's not rhino. Letting Jared Kushner run half his administration, that's not rhino. Hiring people that he said he'd never hire because Chris Christie told him to, that's not rhino. Taking $100 million plus million from corporations when he said he'd never take money for his inauguration, that's not rhino. Taking hundreds of millions of dollars from mega donors that he accuses other people of taking money from, that's not rhino. Endorsing Mitt Romney in 2018, that's not rhino saying that they should extend the lockdown guidelines because Fauci and the models tricked him. That's not rhino telling Governor Kemp to shut his state down and he shouldn't open up tattoos and, and spas because, you know, lockdowns work. That's not rhino. You know what I'm saying? Saying Sweden should have locked down and they're making a huge mistake by being open. That's not rhino. But speaking the truth about it makes you a rhino because you're brainwashed by a character it's a Judas goat situation. It's so obvious. It's such a Judas. It's like, follow me, patriots. I'm going to make absolutely no sense, be the biggest rhino ever, do everything I accuse other people of, and walk you into an event with zero strategy that you get in trouble on, and then I'm going to run around while you guys rot in prison and sell vaccines. What did he do from 2021 to 2022? What mind-blowing thing did he do for the January 6th prisoners that put their life on the line for Donald Trump and they thought they were doing something special? What did he do for them? He ran around Newsweek and conservative media and Maria Bartiromo and all these other people and he oversold the vaccine like a puppet. He literally talked about the vaccine more than he talked about the prisoners rotting in prison because they thought they were protecting Donald Trump from something. You know what I'm saying? He spent very little time on talking about the January 6th prisoners. He spent minutes upon minutes upon hours if you add up all the time just selling his vaccine like a socialist globalist he doesn't care about you and these people don't have any respect for themselves so they run around like cattle around the judas goat so that's my opinion that's what i think um you know i'm just tired of like and that's why i saw the chip roy video too where he freaked out at, at mag and people were like those show his true colors listen I don't know Trip Roy. I, I don't follow his politics that closely. I've liked a lot of things he said, but in general, like people think now, if you disagree with the MAGA base, that you're a rhino necessarily. And it's like, dude, a lot of these politicians are sick and tired of the hypocrisy and the double standards. It's like Thomas Massey has a way better voting record than Donald Trump or anyone in Congress. He's not perfect, but he's got the best voting record. Uh, but he's a rhino because he doesn't agree with Trump on everything. He didn't agree with Trump on the CARES Act. And Thomas Massey was right. He tried to prevent socialism and Trump didn't give a shit. So he's a rhino. Like every, you know, Chip Roy and these people are just pissed off because they're like, bro, they, they see what's going on. And they see that people are just like in a cult of personality and they have no perception or uh, integrity for what they're saying or, or, or I would say like consistency of what they're saying. So, you know, hopefully you guys like this video. God bless you. I appreciate y'all. And, uh, you know, that's the story of the day. People can think and do what they want, but I'll say regardless, I'll always stand up for people uh, if it's the right thing to do. But that's my perspective. You don't have to agree. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to follow my channel. You don't have to watch. I won't take it personally. There's a lot of entertainment out there and there's a lot of channels. So, you know, you're into as an American or wherever you are, you're entitled to watch whatever you want. But I'm just saying, think about it. If, if you, even if you vote for Trump and like Trump and follow Trump, do me a favor. Think about what you do. 
critically think about what you do. If people try to lead you somewhere or tell you something or, or rile you up, please just think about it. That's all I'm saying. Even if you hate everything I said today and you don't like me and you're going to follow Trump, whatever, think about what you do. Please think about it. Think, think before you do stuff, because there's going to be people out there that are going to try to mislead you into a massive trap. And when you get in trouble, everyone gets in trouble and they use it to persecute everybody. So be very thoughtful about what you do and critically think about every move. Do not just like follow a bunch of people because there's a lot of phonies out there that are waiting for MAGA supporters to slip and they're they're already admitting they're basically trying to set you up. So just think about it. That's all I'm saying. If you can't do anything, do that. God bless you guys. Just letting y'all know real quick before I leave, I do have my stuff in here. God is great. Uh, merch, it's made in the USA. I, brought, I bought a bunch more for the winter and fall because everybody loved these sweatshirts and they're super comfy. So check them out in my shop. Appreciate y'all. I'm out. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats.